Hey, I'm Sheena, former miserable corporate attorney turned full-time calligrapher and creative entrepreneur. I used to feel like I was living my life for other people, and now I am more true to myself than ever. And each week, I'm sharing a short but powerful lesson that I've learned on that journey. So if you're looking for a way to get more creativity and possibility into your life, you're so in the right place. Let's dive right in. Hey friends, welcome back to the Sheena show. (sighs) I went back and forth on whether to share what I'm going to share today. (laughs) Um, Not because I'm embarrassed by the story or anything. I'm really not. It's just that I, um, I wrote something. It's kind of vulnerable and I decided I wanted to read it to you. So... (laughs) Hopefully, if you're watching on YouTube, this isn't like too odd, you know, but I wanted to read this to you because, you know, I'm recording this at the very end of August. I just turned 40. A couple weeks ago, I dropped an episode on just kind of how turning 40 has made me really reevaluate some things that I want to change. <laughs> and one of those things, like the top of the list was my perfectionism my needing and wanting to get everything exactly right um, and feeling anxious that I'm not getting it right and constantly doubting myself that I'm not doing it exactly right. And it's just, I'm so mean to myself about it that I really want to drop it and head into my 40s like having my back and feeling more free to explore and play and make mistakes and learn from them. So one of the things that I do when I am trying to process things is write. I've always been a writer. I've always journaled or, you know, had a diary. I've tried to write poetry before and little uh, kind of fictional pieces. Those I don't do so well at. But writing has always been writing about my life, my experiences, putting it down on the page. That's always been something I've loved. So this is actually a story that I found in a recent journal. And I just want to read it to you because I think it will help you understand kind of the depths of my perfectionism and where it comes from. And I hope that it resonates with some of you who kind of have the same way of moving through the world, where nothing you do is ever quite good enough, even though it's really good objectively, right? But that kind of, that feeling never sinks in. So I hope some of you will resonate with it. And if you don't, maybe it'll give you some insights into like a good friend of yours or a partner or someone you know who does have these perfectionist feelings and what kind of the inside of their brain looks like. (laughs) And I hope maybe it's, it'll be a first step in starting to address it and think, why do I, do I have to continue to be this way? Do I have to continue to let this perfectionism run my life? Or can I let go? So anyway, with that long exposition, here we go. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna read this story that I wrote. I wanna tell you the story of a little girl who did all the right things. She always knew the answers. She always got 100% on the tests. In fact, if she got less than a 98%, she'd feel a little disappointed in herself. <laughs> Everyone told her and her parents what a good girl she was, what a top student, how polite and obedient and well-behaved. But she was terrified of making a mistake. If she took one step 
off that pedestal of perfection, she'd fall right down, 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 out of the light and warmth and praise. She was so scared of being told no or being laughed at or reprimanded that one day in elementary school, she really, really had to go to the bathroom. And in her mind, it was better to pee right there in her little plastic second grade seat. Maybe no one would notice and she wouldn't have to raise her hand and have the teacher get mad at her and hear the whole class laughing at her. But of course, someone did notice. A boy turned around and saw her and yelled out, there's water coming from your seat. And everyone turned to look and point and laugh and all she felt was trapped and unable to say what she needed and wanted. The little girl grew up and did everything right. Everyone was proud of her because she was perfect. Perfect SAT score, perfect university, perfect law school, perfect law firm job paying the perfect salary. But she couldn't even say what she wanted. If she didn't get praise, she was worthless. If she wasn't at the top, she wasn't anywhere. Her life didn't feel like her own choice. It felt like someone choosing for her over and over again. And the worst part was, she didn't even know who was doing the choosing. She suspected deep down that it was her, and that felt like a betrayal. That girl ended up making a change. She chooses for herself. She isn't perfect, and she accepts that. She is joyful with her small apartment and her tiny family. <laughs> she goes to Disneyland. She loves spending time with herself. And she knows this is only the beginning. If you identify with this girl, you could make the change too. It's simple and so hard and absolutely worth it. So there you go. <laughs> I'm proud of myself that I didn't start crying through that. Um, and I think I did write it a couple of years ago because I'm, guess what? No longer in a tiny apartment. I have a lovely home in Long Beach. I still have my tiny family. I still go to Disneyland. I am more joyful. I am working on not being perfect. It's a constant, beautiful journey. And it's really hard. And it's something that I have to choose every single day to not listen to those voices inside, to see the goodness in life, to appreciate what I have, to remember why I'm doing what I'm doing, to show up and put things out there and be in action even though I might fail and even though it's not perfect. And it's so goddamn worth it. So that's it. That's what I wanted to share with you today. I know it was a little different. I hope you liked it. Feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Crooked Calligraphy, all one word, Crooked Calligraphy. I'd love to hear if this resonated with you. And uh, until next week, stay on that crooked creative path. It will take you to beautiful places. Hey, if you're interested in learning calligraphy and you want to do it for free, 
I have a calligraphy workshop that I created just for you. I know how frustrating it is to buy the wrong tools, to not know how to use them for everything coming out of your pen to look like nonsense. That's why I created this training. It's about an hour long. It shows you exactly what tools to buy, how to prep those tools, how to get started right, and how to continue practicing so that you actually get good at calligraphy. And bonus, it will tell you a little bit more about how to continue working with me if you want to learn calligraphy from me. So that's at freecalligraphyworkshop.com. All one word, freecalligraphyworkshop.com. Hope to see you inside. Oh, you're still here. That's awesome. That means that you like the show, right? Thank you for listening to the end. And I want to ask you a really quick favor. Could you take two seconds right now, literally right now, to just leave a rating on this podcast. And if you're feeling extra generous, write a one sentence review. It really helps more people like you to find this show. You are awesome. I'll see you next time.